0: Hey, hey, remarkable people, this is Tracy Robbins, and you are listening to Thy Neighbor Podcast. This podcast is designed to inspire you to expand your community, to connect more often with those who are in your path, and of course, to love thy neighbor as thyself. You will hear from individuals in my day-to-day life who are crushing it, and making the world a more lovely place to inhabit. Have a listen. Hey, hey, party people. This is Tracy Robbins, and I have Jessica King with me today for the Thy Neighbor podcast. And I am so excited for her to be here, and I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell us a little bit about herself.
1: Yeah. So my name is Jessica King. I, I hail from Idaho and I will always claim Idaho as my home. Um, but I'm not sure exactly my, my history is pretty short. Um, I grew up playing sports, love sports, um, wanted, loved it so much. That I dedicated so much of my time to that that I decided to go play college sports. So I went to Alaska and played college sports, and um, that was a roller coaster. So after that, just lots of life life things happen, and I I went on a, I served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, and then ended up here in Salt Lake, and just trying to figure out <clears throat> life, what what makes me happy, what what I can do to bring joy to others. And um, yeah, that's that's me in a very small nutshell. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So Jessica and I, the purpose of Thy Neighbor podcast is to talk about how people have become friends or how they are developing their relationship and why it's significant or special. And so Jessica and I actually just met. We are. We haven't been friends for very long, and we're just barely beginning, so I didn't even know half of the stuff she just talked about.
1: We're in the honeymoon so, yeah, phase we're in the, of friendship. Yeah,
0: we haven't really gotten down to uh, more than that, but we are going to share a little bit about how we uh, met each other, and then we're going to proceed on to a conversation about where we met each other. So I'm going to let you tell your side of the story, yeah. and then I'll input mine.
1: Okay, well, actually... Uh, Tracy is someone that, well, we met at, I think, first for me at church. Um, she came up to me after I g- gave a talk and, and actually said some really thoughtful things to me. And that struck me, right? Like, I'm like, oh, this, this person is, this is different. Like, that was a very thoughtful thing that she just said. So she was on my radar at that point. Um, and so I, myself, uh, in my life, have been trying to get positive influences in my life and trying to find people who can support me in that. And so I, that's why Tracy was like on my radar when she first said something to me. And then, um, strangely enough or oddly enough, I decided to go to the Powerful You conference and there she was sitting in front of me and I thought that was almost kind of perfect. Here's this person that I already kind of cued in on as Someone different. <laughs> so, and so we just started talking there. And I think that, that that connection was something that I already was feeling a connection with Tracy as far as someone who is thoughtful, someone who will take time and, and whatnot. And so I think the Powerful You Conference kind of just really kick-started off us being on the – like having a, a commonality, uh, something um, for us to talk about and to, to connect even more with.
0: I think that everybody should probably take their friends sometimes and be like, Hey, why did you become my friend? Because that's really nice to hear actually. <laughs> like, Oh wow. How interesting. Like, I didn't know that, that, that part of it or whatever. But, um, so I'm going to just chip in my part here. So, uh, Jessica, I knew she was in my ward, And I was like, I think, anyway, I feel like my memory is not so strong sometimes. And so I'm like, what have I done? Have I, like, did I meet Jessica? Where did I meet her? Where was it? Like the first time, because then I saw her at the Powerful You conference. I was like, I know her. How do I know her? And so, but I realized, I was like, oh, the war. Like, oh, yes, okay, this is how it is. So I'm glad that Jessica has a better memory than her. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay, I got it. But I really felt like, um, my purpose in going to the Powerful You conference was not just to be edified and to be enriched and to have like more tools given to me um, and more insight on my personal life, but it was also in an effort to make connections with the people who would be there. Yeah, because I knew that people were sh- that were showing up to Powerful You are people right. who I want in my circle.
1: Absolutely, and I think that's partly too why I wanted to go. You, you, you go on this journey of trying to bring positive influences in your life and then try to meet new people. And I did definitely see the powerful you conferences that as well as like, these are going to be people who I can first feel their energy like in person and and get that, but also, these are going to be people that are kind of moving in the same direction that I want to be going.
0: Right. And people who are invested in their yes. self-development yes. <laughs> and they want to be self-realized. They want to be people who are awake to themselves. Yes. So that's our common ground. And then afterwards, Jessica and I, um, we connected just via text message and voice text. Basically, I've been, I said, hey, Jessica, I would love for us to like hold each other accountable For some of the things that we learned this weekend at Powerful You, um, I'm going to work on going to the gym every single day or working out every single day for the next week. And if I don't do it, I'm going to be paying you a hundred dollars.
1: I was like, Oh, well, I mean, I want you to succeed. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know. And I was, it was funny because I did that with my brother
0: too. So I had two people oh. and it was like $200 that were on, was on the line for that first week out. That was motivating. I yeah. tell you what, but, um, we're going to talk a little bit about accountability because basically right now, Jessica and I are serving as each other's accountability partner in our goals. So this week, again, we had a check-in on Sunday and decided, re- like, reevaluated where we wanted to go for the next week, yeah. and I wanted to work on procrastination.
1: <laughs>
0: Unfortunately, I feel like I have not been awesome, but I found clarity in how I could measure my procrastination, and the thing I'm actually going to work on, which may feel a little bit unrelated, is that I'm going to be on time, and not just be on time, but be early to things, and that has been a huge... Uh, that's a big shift for me, and that's going to take concerted effort and setting yeah. alarms and things like that for me to get to places on time. Yeah. So I'm just trying to learn how to respect time, so that I feel that time will respect me.
1: Right. So Jessica and I have kind of <laughs> we're,
0: we're on this journey, and I actually reported back to her this week that I was like, "Ah, uh, I'm failing. Like I'm totally failing at my procrastination goal." And here I am Saturday, and I still have stuff to do for my classes that's due at midnight tonight. So do you know what I mean? I'm not. I haven't been perfect by any means, but it's very good to have accountability. So I kind of want to pass that over to you about your thoughts on accountability and uh, how that can help us be more successful with the
1: things we really want. Absolutely. One of the, well, accountability as I've been someone that I think that in my life, I don't, I want to figure it out myself. And, um, sometimes I felt that someone else's opinions or someone else's help meant that I wasn't doing it myself. And so, um, I got to a point though, that especially here where I'm at in my life right now, that, that, that was more of a crutch than, than anything. And I wasn't achieving things that I wanted to achieve. And, and so this accountability factor started coming into my mind because of all the, all the people I've been listening to, to try to help me achieve my goals. Right. Then I start reaching out when you, when you, (laughs) when you start trying to, if you're focusing too much on yourself, it can, it can, it can become a dark place. It can be, it can be unproductive. And so I did, I started reaching out more and, um, that's where accountability came in for me into playing to my mind. And I I actually was speaking with one of my friends and she was having some success with even just her weight loss goals. And I was like, well, what's, what's so different this time? And she said accountability, this, this woman that she was, um, she had an accountability partner or a person that checked in with her like daily, weekly, and said, like kept her accountable and she's like that truly is the only difference this time around is accountability so even more so I was like okay i need to i need to open myself up to this possibility that it's okay to have this kind of help but also it's a the effort it also t- it takes effort to be accountable to somebody and and it'll, and some care right you have to look outside yourself a little bit more because you know it's it's not just about you you're helping someone else and I think that that's the key to it as well you're not it's the focus just isn't on you it's about someone else too and so I think those factors really played into my accountability of like seeking it out more and where I was very appreciative of you too because I I haven't been good at this is this is a weakness of mine is like really buying in and like taking hold of accountability so you've actually been really great for me in that regard because you were the f- first person to reach out and say let's be, let's be accountability partners on in this. And I'm like, yes. I'm I'm going to be open to this. I'm going to be open to because I you know, you you listen to a lot of people who talk about their success and it's because they have had help from other people and they've opened themselves up to that. So I think for me at this point, I was really excited for when you reached out and said, let's, let's connect. Let's, and and I was like, okay, I'm going to open myself up to this and, and really try to be accountable to someone and, and myself. But I think that that changed and it, it, it definitely made a mental change for me. And I think that
0: that was also a um, catalyst because we've been to this conference the whole weekend about making changes and making radical changes, maybe even within yeah. our lives and starting somewhere, beginning with something. And I think for me, as I'm like, I don't want to go to something and not have anything happen from it. I don't want to go to this and right. have it be like, for what? You know, <laughs> Absolutely. therefore, yeah. why did I like, what was the purpose of that? And so I think for me personally, also being able to reach out to somebody, be like, I think this person's going to buy in just because of circumstantially, they've kind of been primed for this moment. I think that she's going to be more open to this, of course, because of what we've just Heard and what we've been listening to, but also the fact that you did—you were like, "Yeah, let's <laughs> do this." You know, like I'm willing to do this, and I'm like, and I just have found a lot of like that's been really joyful for me yeah. is finding like, "Oh, there's somebody who knows about my goal and is invested, has invested interest in me being successful." Yeah. So, can I also add a little thing? So, my friend, um, my friend who's we are using her equipment right now her name is Steph Scholl and she has her own podcast as well and um she's been trying to get me to publish a podcast for literally like two and a half years and I've had all this audio da da, da all this stuff and I have just been sitting on it like not making really? it happen <laughs> and lots of resistance right lots yeah. of like I'm not gonna do this because of whatever and be And now she's like, you know what, Tracy, you can't use my equipment after today. And so I was like, (gasps) and it was because she's a true friend. Like that's friends. That's a true friend is somebody who's like, I'm going to call you onto the table and I'm asking you to invest in your own dreams. I'm asking you to invest in your own dreams. And Hey, everybody, like, let's, let's hold each other up to the standard that, and it, it, it almost hurt. It was like, Oh she's not going to enable me, you know, <laughs> right. but she loves me enough to not enable me. She loves me enough to say, Tracy, it's your time. Yeah. I, it's your time. Are you going to take it or not?
1: Yeah. So there's another little, no, I do think finding and seeking out people that, that have that kind of positive impact and influence is, is important. Like I, I think that just for that reason that you say, um, because I know that, I have had in the past, people that are more, and I love them, right? But when you really truly are seeking to change and you wanna make change, uh, you do have to surround yourself with people who are gonna support you in that because there's gonna be all sorts of temptations that come into our lives. And one of the things that I've learned as I've been trying to make change is that you have to create an environment that supports your success, right? And so if, if I, and me personally, I struggle with a lot of negative thoughts. So, and so I need, to, I need to create an environment where I have a lot of positive thoughts, a lot of positive people. So for me, finding people like you, Tracy, and people that like your friend, um, that's important. That's an important part, I think, of the process of making changes and, and, and being, who you want to be, doing things that you want to do, achieving the goals that you set out to do.
0: Yeah, I love that. So we, of course, attended the Powerful You Conference here in Salt Lake City, and that was November, what, 2nd and 3rd or something? Was that? It was two weekends ago. Yeah. So November 2nd and 3rd, we attended that conference, and um, I want for us to kind of talk about some of the things that we learned or some of our takeaways. So I'm going to pass that to you and let you take it sir, for some of the insights that you gained from the Powerful You Conference.
1: It really was a great, great conference. Um, I had been listening to a lot of those speakers before the conference, and so I was excited to, like I said earlier, really be there in their presence, feel their energy, and, and, and hear them live. Could you give right? us
0: some of the people that were there? Just um, list off. Mel some. Robbins,
1: Lewis Howes, um, Jay Shetty, um, one person that I didn't, I, I had listened to him some, but not as much, but I really enjoyed was Tom. Bill Bill mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really enjoyed the neuroscience guy. Which I don't remember his name. I think I, I tried to write down their names. Bo, Bo, Bo something. Hashtag um, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I really, there was definitely parts that from each of them that I, I really, I connected with but I think the person that um I can well gave me a tool that really I was part of my accountability with you was Mel Robbins when she talked about the 5 second rule um and taking action uh because that was I think something that I was so frustrated with in 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 the beginning anyway like I I can I can read all these things I can study all these things I've studied health I've studied all this personal development I know pretty much how to do what they're saying right like I am a logical person I can I can do that and and even with my health and fitness goals I was like I'm getting frustrated because I I'm not achieving these things that I want to do I'm like what is holding me back and I think one of the powerful things that she did with people there, and she did it right, like she had people, she coached live, where she had people come up and really try to get to the root of some of these things that might be holding you back. I mean, this this, this, this is huge, right? Because sometimes I think that there, there's a lot of layers to us and maybe why there might be some deep-rooted thing that, belief that you have allowed to for many years um, grow and to where this belief feels like that's, that's who I am. I can't change that. And what I learned, well, even more validated from this conference and, and mill Robbins talk is that that's not true. Like you can, you can make these changes. And so this five second rule that she talked about, um, and if you want to know more about her five second rule, I suggest going and reading her stuff and watching her. But the basics of it is that she says that, um, you count down from five and you know, if you're, and she talked a lot about anxiety and the brain, right? Like, which I thought the, the, the neuroscience guy too played along well with her thoughts because a lot of our anxiety or some of these negative thoughts or these things or these deep rooted things, um, have our patterns, right? That have been created in our minds of our perception that we saw at one point, right? Whether it's a negative thing or a positive thing. And that's something that I really hit home to me. Like, okay, I have this perception. Maybe this perception that I had that I made years ago is false, but now I'm more aware of it, which I think is also key. These awarenesses of maybe some of these false perceptions that we had. And then And then trying to interrupt maybe some of those patterns and make new ones. And that's the basis of Mel Robbins five second rule, right? We're wanting to interrupt maybe some of these negative patterns, or if you're me, I want to make all these changes. And I beat myself up because I know, I know what I'm supposed to do. But for some reason, I just can't get myself to do it. And, and so this five second rule counting down, she's like, when you feel those things, if you're feeling anxious, you count down from 5 and then well, like she said well she gave a few things you do it anyway so you take action against the thing right like you do it anyway so i loved her example of getting up in the morning cuz i'm i'm a snoozer i push snooze a lot and she said that she would count there down from, <laughs> yeah. she'd count down from 5 when she heard her alarm and then get up anyway and i think that that is that i tried to do that a lot but also she talked about even her anxiety, like trying to retrain her brain with good thoughts to, to alleviate some of that worry and kind of re, re create new patterns. So these last two weeks, I know that a lot of my, my struggles or m- maybe what holds me back is my mentality. So I focused on Mel Robbins' five-second rule and trying to interrupt some of my negative thought patterns and replace them with good ones, whether it's a word, um, which I do love the, my intention bracelet that they gave us and was like to the point where I, I got the maker kit and I was like, Hey, I'm going to do this. Um, because, <laughs> yeah. cause I think that that is part of the root of changing your, your mind. You're changing your behavior is replacing it with something good, whether it's a word, a phrase, an affirmation, um, and really actually believing it, right? Like really Every day, and I think it's a daily, and this these last two weeks have been a battle, right? Because it's you're not going to think good thoughts, especially in the beginning. Like, this is what you've built up over years, and I definitely am fighting against that. A lot of this, these unkind thoughts. So, But I do, I, I honestly, doing this has definitely made an impact. I have noticed a difference in even just the weight that I feel right? I don't feel as heavy like with like my thoughts. I, I, I do feel happier. I feel lighter and, and I do start to feel more positive in on days where I'm like, no, oh. <laughs> I'm going to physically smile to try to bring in that, 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 that positivity. So that, that to me, Mel Robbins was definitely, I, I mean, I love Jay Shetty, Lewis House. I've been listening to them nonstop. Um, and like I said, the neuroscience guy, but Mel Robbins was the the person that gave me a, this how, which I loved about her too. She's like, I'm a how person. Like, give me a tool that's going to help me reach where I want to be.
0: Which I really love because I think that that's a lot of people who are, all of us are like, okay, hey, how do I do that? Yeah. Like, it's a great idea. Like, okay, now I'm aware. Now what? Right. Like I'm aware. What? What does it matter? If I know <laughs> that I'm like that I'm completely self-sabotaging my thoughts. Now, how do I change my thoughts? Right. And I'm like, well, you change your thoughts. You look, <laughs> I mean, like fundamentally, you go back to your thoughts and you say, oh, hey, thought, that's not serving me. Oh, that's really not serving me. The thought that I am unattractive is not serving me. Right. So how am I going to tell myself? What am I going to say? Oh, I'm going to say I'm gorgeous and I have awesome eyebrows. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that's how I'm going to combat that. And I think that goes back to um, – I mean, other tools that I've been taught, but really my sister, um, I'm bringing her into this, but, um, she went through years and years of pretty severe depression. And one of the things that, but the thing that brought her out of it was a tool, like a basic rudimentary tool, which I shared with you on on Sunday. And I just told her this is, and this is not my own, this is not my own idea. This is not my original idea, but this, this comes from, um, why can't I think of his name right now? This is so funny. Why can't I think of it? Okay, guys. Mm. I'll remember. And when it comes to me, I will tell you. But um, basically, what it is, is that the idea is that you take a piece of paper and you write your negative thought or your negative belief. And then on the opposite side, you write the positive plus one, which is like I What I just told you, like I'm gorgeous and I have great eyebrows or I love like I am beautiful and I am attractive to many people like men, women, children, all of them. (laughs) I'm attractive. Right. And so that idea that you really are like cognitively becoming aware and then saying, no, this is the truth. Like this is my truth and this is how I'm going to choose to believe um, that is a powerful tool. And my sister basically like she did that so diligently yeah. and when she took a hold of that that like that one tool transformed her life
1: which is something I, and I and I loved when you and this is I think this is what's so great about having other people in your life right this was something that I too needed to I was grateful for Tracy for for sharing that with me too because that is something that I am wanting to incorporate to and I and and I'm horrible about writing stuff down right especially through the day so I was like how am I going to do this because I believe I believe what I believe what Tracy said, and even after all the stuff from the conference, and I think also one thing that makes me even more motivated to do things like this is when the when the Bo, the neuroscience guy,
0: (laughs) we're gonna get you, Bo. We're gonna he
1: talked about like what physically happens in your brain, like if you can think that there is actually physical things happening by just changing your thoughts, by writing it down and saying something like saying a positive thing. When you're doing that, you are truly making changes in your brain, your synapses or whatever. I I do not know the technical terms, (laughs) but like you are changing. What's his name? Um, Bo Lodo. Yeah, We got your name.
0: And guess what the guy I was thinking of is Kirk Duncan. Kirk uh. Duncan is my man that, that <laughs> gave the thought. So I'm glad we are getting names here so people know who these humans are. But, um, yeah, I, I love that. I guess that that's part of it for me is that I'm like, how? How do I do this? Like, how am I going to become a better version of myself? And actually yesterday I heard a tool, and this is maybe from – the anxiety thing where she's like, I go like five, four, three, two, one, and then I (laughs) blast off to something different. Or or one of the things I recently heard was that it's like a snow globe and sometimes you feel like it's being, and it's just (laughs) crazy in there. Like that snow globe is going nuts. But if you put it down, all that, what happens to the snow globe? Settles. Settles, (laughs) and he's like in our own lives sometimes when it's like all shook up what you need to do is just just for a second you just take the moment you think what would it feel like if I just took in a huge deep breath yeah and I just relaxed everything in my body like every muscle everything and you just do that and suddenly you do yeah. you know, like you're saying, like, whoa, fellow, really, <laughs> like really great. But I think that idea of like having tools and things that you can be like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Next. Like, here I go. You know, but having practical tools is essential, is essential. So I think I'm going to put in my little two cents on here. So, um, one of the things that, I really liked was actually from Jay Shetty when he talked about forgiveness and yeah. his portion on forgiveness I thought was really powerful. And the th- one thing he said was that the same person who broke you can't fix you. <laughs> right. And, uh, oh, that just like
1: strikes a chord.
0: Yeah. Like if I'm the one who broke your heart, then I, I'm not the one who's going to fix your heart. It's like, and that for me, personally brings in like a savior aspect as well like that's why I need a savior or somebody who's perfect who can heal me versus somebody that I'm looking to like the the person who broke you can't fix you you know they're the you have to go and figure out how you're gonna find peace in that process and so I really I really loved that little bit
1: I did too. I, Jay Shetty was, I just like his way of being and the way that he speaks and he definitely, um, I, and maybe because he was a monk for a while and really, it, well, he talks a lot about meditation as well, which I think is so important, especially when you're trying to find peace and healing and talking about a savior or, or God and and trying to connect with those things. Um, because that's, cause when he talked about forgiveness, that it, it struck a chord with me as well as what other tools do I have to connect with or be at peace? And like you said, it was, well, I do believe in God and I, you know, and I, and I have a hard time even with being vulnerable with God.
0: Totally. (laughs) Amen. Oh, so, so well said. Like I can't even open up to God and tell him like, Hey,
1: here's how I'm doing. Or even believe that he can heal. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Um, So, and I I think one of the things that was super interesting about what he shared specifically was that he, he talked about the forgiveness. Do you remember the forgiveness, like practice he kind of walked us through? Do you remember this? he one of the things that he said was um you you like write down like you know like you you like you don't need an apology technically speaking there's no like you're not gonna but you can like do it in a in like a you can write it down you can write down like please forgive me I forgive you I forgive myself. You know, all these different yeah. two, like kind of steps and I wish I actually had that with me because I did it and it was and I did it the next day. I did it the next day like I really? used that tool when I was like, "Oh my goodness, I was so offended by somebody recently. I was so offended by what they did and I was like, man, that hurt. That hurt me." And I just used that practice to just get over it and it helped enormously because the next part time I saw that person, I was just like, "Oh." <laughs> There's a the person. You know what I mean. Like it wasn't. Right. I didn't have that negative response of like. It didn't have that hold on you. hmm I'd been, i and I. I think you have to be cognitive to keep on top of that. But I really appreciated <laughs> that. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to share?
1: Um. I mean, there's there there's so much that happened in that conference, right? Like, it, it really what wa- so there, it, 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 it challenges you a lot and, and makes you want to do so many things. Because, um, Jay Shetty, I, I liked also one of the things that he talked about was um, your intention and also like refining your intentions and, and, and pulling out also the weeds in our mind. That this is a constant thing. Like even people who you think are supposed to be, even even Jay Shetty, who is among, are, you know, who, who focus on peace and everyone, every single person has weeds in their mind, of whatever, stem, whatever it can stem from, you know. And and I know people can they're thinking about those things right now. Like where what are my weeds? Cause there are, they're there and it really does take a daily effort of pulling those out. And that's something that I don't think, um, I think they also talked about having a default setting, which I feel like I have been on default setting for quite some time where whether it's because of the weeds, the fears, my doubts, the, that have come up, um, I just get through my day, Right. I, I'm existing. I'm going, I'm getting through my day. Like I am happy. Like for the moment, I feel happy, but I don't feel like I'm moving forward.
0: Oh, I love that. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. That is a tweetable everybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I definitely thought that some of these things like setting an intention every day. Oh my, oh my gosh, that, that blows my mind now because that changes everything about, I have to wake up with purpose. I have to think now. Before my day happens, I need to, and it also made me think of, of God and how he created this world, right? It was, it was spiritually created before it was created, right? I need to spiritually create my days, my intentions, and then live it, right? That doesn't mean it's going to be perfect, but I was like, but the, the fact that I am thinking about it, mm-hmm. like how good do you, will you feel the next day? <laughs> right? If you've thought about what you want to do and you have accomplished it, right? Instead of just going through the motions.
0: I love that. So what's on your, my intent bracelet.
1: My intent bracelet is committed.
0: Committed. So why'd you choose that word?
1: Oh gosh. You know, well, so many reasons actually, because I have been spinning my wheels a lot about like putting myself out there, being vulnerable, like trying to be, a a positive influence for people in the world and how I'm going to do it. And how am I going to make these changes and how am I, you know, and then I would get wrapped up in my head a lot. And I, I found myself cause I wanted to do an Instagram and I wanted to do all these things. I'm like, well, what do I title it? What do I, you know, and I get caught up in like, it has to be something meaningful and something. And I'm like, forget this, man. <laughs> like I'm tired. I'm exhausted from even trying to think about trying to help people. Right. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> And so I took one day, and I was like, don't, don't worry about this stuff. And I just was like, I, I want to follow these things today. And, and it was like, I'm not going to eat sugar today, right? That was the one thing. I'm like, at work, they were bringing donuts and all this stuff. And what got me through that day was, no, I kept reminding myself, I'm committed. I'm committed to something better to something greater right so that inspired me that was a word that hit home to me of being like well I also want to be someone when I say I'm going to do something I do it I'm a committed person so I'm like that struck deep in me of being like no that's that's who I want to be so a committed person I'm going to commit to these things so that's why I chose committed Oh, I love it! I just fist
0: pumped the air when, I, when, she was, when she was talking about how she committed herself, and she's like, "I'm committed," and I think that is such a powerful phrase. Like even just me thinking, like, "I'm committed to my greatness," too. Right. Like I'm committed to becoming my best version of myself. Like, yeah, nobody, nobody gonna tell me different. No, yo, you know. And so I feel like that's I'm like. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like this past week, I really did show my commitment in certain ways. And I'm just hearing you say I'm committed. And there were some things that I, in the previous weeks where I have fallen, I've let things fall through the cracks. And that really bothered me because I right. saw somebody who I told them I was going to get back to my never did. And I saw them and I couldn't approach them because I was ashamed that I hadn't followed through. And so yeah. I was thinking about like, even those, maybe you don't remember like, hey, if I don't follow through the next time I see that person, how will I feel? Yeah. and. Even that for me was like, whoa, like, how will I feel if I don't follow through on the things that I say I'm going to do? And also I'm building my own muscle in my belief, in my capacity to be true to what I say I'm going to do for myself, for me. Like, (laughs) am I going to be kind to myself today? I'm kind to everybody else. Am I being kind to me in my head or am I being like, (laughs) well, look at you, you (laughs) did it again you know what I mean? Or whatever yeah. it is. And so I think, I think personally, specifically, I've, this past week in particular, I was, I, w- I was tested and I just kept on thinking, Wayne Dyer, change the way you look at things and the things you look at change, like how do I want to look at this. Cause I can look at this in so many different perspectives. And if I change the way I look at it, it will feel different. Yeah. It will, it will <laughs> feel different. If I look at it as I'm like victim and this is frustrating and I'm bothered and irritated by all these other humans, <laughs> then that's gonna show up in my behavior. But if I'm thinking like, I'm just doing my best. I right. can't control them, but I can control me. Glory, hallelujah. You know? <laughs> and so yeah. I I really appreciate that. That's really powerful. So I actually didn't get a my intent bracelet because oh. I didn't know about it before the thing, before the event. I don't know yeah. how it worked anyway. And so mine says courage. And I feel like uh, I chose courage because I could, I, I recently, yeah, I received a blessing as well. And in that blessing, I was told that I I was blessed with courage. And, and I really needed that, especially at that specific moment. And I needed it, and I need it every day. I need courage every day. Um, all of us need courage, but I feel like lately I have been doing a lot more courageous things and I've seen the growth. It's amazing. There's a tremendous satisfaction in seeing your own personal growth by being committed to courage. But I'll also tell you that there's a lot of challenge when you, you decide to step into that realm. You do see a lot of like, Oh, like I just went to that party and I was nice to people and I talked to people and that happened and that happened and that was uncomfortable, but I still showed up. Yeah. And I, and I shined the best I knew how to shine.
1: Yeah. I love that you showed up. That is the biggest thing. And And I
0: showed up, I showed up as my person. I tried to be present right there, you know? So yeah. Anyway, love this. Um, do you have any other thoughts you want to share before we wrap it up?
1: Well, maybe just I mean, we both had our um, our moments these last two weeks too where guess what we didn't we didn't follow through on everything right that we want our, even even doing all these things these are tools and um, I am someone who's very hard on myself, right so like not achieving like what I wanted to or not doing. Checking everything on my box sometimes gets me. That puts weight on you, right. right? And so I think that that's also part of this is is that you're this is meant to release you from this stuff. So and this this perfection drive of, I, I mean, it's in there. I I feel like and there could be lots of reasons why we feel that pressure, um, but one thing too I think this these last two weeks was enjoying your successes and and the journey and that knowing that this is going this isn't going to be an immediate thing and i have to keep telling myself that that this is a journey of a lifetime and these changes i mean maybe for some people well there's we can't compare first of all and maybe some people things change real fast for them for me this week all i had to keep reminding myself is i'm showing up I am committing, and I wasn't perfect, and there were a lot of things that I didn't do, and there were still some some of my old habits that contribute to maybe some of the things my my not success um, that I still did. But guess what? this is just the beginning, right this is, these thoughts or these habits or these things have taken me how long to build. So deconstructing and rebuilding is going to take time. and so. That is something that I also was present, trying to be present with this week.
0: Awesome, guys. (laughs) Did you hear that? You should rewind that part and listen to it again because that was so good. Oh, like the deconstruction part of that, like deconstructing (laughs) these habits and rebuilding them. It's going to require patience and self-kindness. Like be kind to yourself in this process because you're progressing and you're trying to change and you have to recognize that, kindness is essential to being successful because you'll you'll demotivate yourself if you're you're unkind it'll be very like oh why am I doing this then it's like no I am learning I'm growing and I'm so grateful for every bit of like success but also for the moments where I slide back and I see that oh this is still there yeah how can I work on that so thank you thanks so much for coming Theo. And for your time. I feel like you are full of wisdom and we, um, all of us are super excited about your Instagram.
1: Well, it's, it's, it's definitely talk about vulnerability here. This is something that is very vulnerable for me. Like I'm stepping out and like allow, right. When you do that, you allow other people and their opinions in your life. And that's hard for me. So, so, but just on another note too, Mm. like, again, this connection, I think, I'm so grateful for, for Tracy and this podcast that she's starting. Um, and that I know that it's gonna do great things because this life is about connection and the people that you meet and it, and, and it matters. Like I am a single person, um, I do, I am, my, my parents have always said I'm a people person. I love making connections and, and so this is something that, it takes a little bit of humility sometimes to open up and be vulnerable to other people and to God, to let these, these influences, positive influences in your life. And so I'm grateful for this podcast because I think that, that this is an avenue, right. Of opening up, being vulnerable, connecting, allowing others to come into your life. And so, um, what a big step. So I'm grateful for this. And thank you for allowing me to be here and to connect even further. And, and hopefully connect with whoever else, right?
0: Right. And I feel like there's this part of me that's like, you know, you know, Jessica King, hashtag Jessica King for president kind of thing. But in my, in my head, there's this part of me that just thinks like, you are committed and you did show up and you wanted to, to uh, bring your A game here to even this conversation. And I'm so grateful for your commitment to being your best self And your commitment to being the transformation and and being the change you want to see in the world, right?
1: Yeah. And so,
0: um, and thank you so much for what you said. Thank you. And I'm so glad that we're just on a journey. Yeah. Here we go, people. Watch us. All right. All right. See you later. We're signing off. Out.